The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Fisher got a finger on it and comes away with the loose basketball. Tried to lob it into Fisher. Got a finger on it. Saves it over to Nichols. Pulls up from 13 and all that. Katie Nichols with her first bucket. And back-to-back buckets gives Pleasanton their largest lead. Tonight, it's the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament in Pleasanton. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Wilcox held with the basketball, working against that zone trap. Still in the backcourt. Quad hammer now. Brings it across the center circle. Over to Brooke. Back out to Abby with nine. Bounce pass inside. Gets it to Marsh. Marsh trying to get a shot away. Has to kick it out. They don't know how much time's left. Quad hammer just tosses it up and in. Game one features the fourth seed Wilcox Hildreth battling the fifth seed Axtell Wildcats. Game two features the top seed Pleasanton Bulldogs versus their rival, the Amherst Broncos. It's the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament coming up next. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Pleasanton with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back to Pleasanton. Had a short little break to get you ready for game two of our Fort Kearney Conference girls quarterfinals here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as the Amherst Lady Broncos take on the top seed Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs with our producer engineer Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. So glad to have you along with us. Game one tonight, the five seed Axtell defeated the four seed Wilcox Hildreth by a score of 45 to 30 using a balanced attack and forcing 25 Falcon turnovers. A game they led by double digits the entire second half. We'll see if Pleasanton will be pushed without the services of one of their starting guards and senior Carrie Bauer tonight. Amherst getting healed up and uh, this was a 20 point game 10 or 20 two weeks ago in between 10 and 20 two weeks ago the last time that they played. We'll take a break look at the starting lineups right after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo-heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Let's start off with the starting lineup for the Lady Broncos of Amherst. Number five is a 5-foot-11-inch junior, Emily Palmer. Number 11, 5-foot-8-inch senior, Emily Arnold. Number 12, 5-foot-10-inch senior, Taryn Hadwiger. Number 40, 5-foot-9-inch junior, Abby Martinson. And number 45, 6-foot-1-inch junior, Jaden Shockey. Amherst comes in averaging 39 points per ball game. Nobody averages in double figures. Three players in Palmer 
Arnold and Kratz are off the bench, average about seven points apiece. For head coach Nathan Dietz, assisted by Shelby Hemmen and Jennifer Rippin, they are 4-2 and two in their last six, 8-12 and 12 overall, and defeated SEM in the play-in game on Saturday. For the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, number 11, 5-foot-3-inch sophomore is Katie Nichols. Number 21, 5-foot-3-inch junior is Kenna Siegel. Number 22 is 5-foot-9-inch freshman Bella Pates. Number 25, 5'8", freshman Casey Pierce. And number 33, 5'11", junior Megan Fisher. They average just over 54 points a game. Fisher, 10 points, 9 points for Kerry Bauer, who is out tonight with injury. And Pierce averages about 8.5 points a game. The head coach is Randy Bauer, assisted by Jordan Arnsdorf. They're ranked number 2 in D1 at 16-1. They had their 14-game winning streak snapped by Elm Creek last week. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The Better Bank and Carney will tip it off next. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining. In and the ball is in the air, and Pleasanton will win the opening tip. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. And Pleasanton wastes no time, burying a three-pointer on the outside from the sophomore Katie Nichols. And the Bulldogs will put on pressure here, and of course this will be very very important for Amherst to handle that. They try to answer with a three. Martinson puts it up. It's off the mark. No good. Katie Nichols gets the rebound. Fast break the other way. Try the wraparound pass from Pates to Siegel. Can't get it to her. It out of bounds. It goes. But this is what Randy Bauer wants to do. He's got a championship team over here with the boys, and he's got a young girls team. As we said, Bauer and Keegan Linder, the only two seniors on the roster. There are a lot of freshmen on this Pleasanton team, and they're still 16 and one. Don't forget our games can also be heard online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln driving in Emily Palmer in the paint. Puts up the 10-footer. It's short. No good. Megan Fisher is in there to grab the rebound for the Bulldogs. And here comes Pleasanton. They'll push it up on the right side with Casey Pierce. Skip pass over to Pates on the left block. Shot no good. Offensive rebound put back up and in by Megan Fisher. And Pleasanton is up by a score of 5 to nothing. Amherst actually good defense both times down the floor. Jaden Shockey forced the miss the first time around. And it's 5 nothing as they put that pressure back on. And Amherst handles it, gets it down to Hadwiger. Turnaround jumper off the glass and in on the assist from Abby Martinson. Hadwiger gets the Broncos on the board. Already can tell a different pace than our first game. Both teams want to get up and down the floor. And we're going to have a walk called... On Pleasanton, kind of stretching the pivot foot there was Kenneth Siegel to go get the basketball. So a couple of buckets and a couple of turnovers on the first four possessions here for Pleasanton. 5-2, to two, 90 seconds into our basketball game as Palmer brings it across the timeline. And the way Amherst has been playing, who knows how they would play if they didn't have the number one seed here as Arnold will take a three-pointer, no good. The rebound is grabbed by Fisher, and here comes Pleasanton. All they want to do is run. Pace brings it into the paint, kicks it out to the trailer. Pierce dribbles to the right elbow, back to Nichols for another three. Got it. Great start here for Pleasanton, and they are up 8-2. to two. Pressure on, nearly a reach-in foul, but Palmer handles it up to Arnold. Outlet two-on-one, wrap around to Shockey, and the bounce pass was too low. And it's going to be a dive on the floor. And then it's going to get kicked out of bounds by Pleasanton. 
It'll be Amherst basketball. At least we think it'll be Amherst basketball. Oh, I guess not. I guess not. Uh-oh, yeah. Should be Amherst basketball. They missed that one. Turnover on Amherst. Coach Nathan Deed saying the same thing. So 8-2, Pleasanton will get the ball. And they face a 1-3-1 zone. This is really the first time they've set up in the half court. Everything else has been a transition. Basketball, Nichols, three more. Same spot, a little deeper, and it is too strong, no good. And then an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Pleasanton as Taryn Hadwiger will get the first rebound of the game for the Broncos. First foul of the game is called on. Let's double-check the number they put up is Natalie Siegel. She has checked into the game, so Natalie gets the personal foul. Didn't see her slide into the game. She has the first foul of the game, and Amherst now sets up at a half-court right-side dribble. It's going to be Emily Arnold to the baseline. Cut off there by Nichols. Looks for some help. Needs Palmer. Instead throws it into Hadwiger, and reaching over the top to commit the foul is going to be Casey Pierce. That'll be her first and the team's second. That's something that we saw a lot of in the first game. Down on the post, whoever was on the backside kept reaching over the shoulder, kept reaching through the offensive player, and kept getting called for it. Here's a three by Arnold off the inbounds. It's in and out, no good. Fisher tied up underneath by Shockey, and the arrow will point the way of Amherst, so they'll maintain possession. On ESPN 1460, it is Overton 15, Elwood 7 at the end of one quarter. Here's Shockey on the inbounds, right corner. Again, Elm Creek won the first game over there tonight, 70-52. to And they're contest against Loomis. Here the first game went to Wilcox Hill, or went to Axtell over Wilcox Hill with 45-30. to You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney Amherst-Pleasanton, a good old rivalry game here, down to Shockey, and she's getting bodied up too much down low. Foul's going to be on Casey Pierce, and she gets her second. 4.44 to go here in the quarter at number one, and she'll check out. And Katie Linder, another freshman, will come in. Hadwiger to throw it underneath their own hoop here for the Broncos. Gets it into Martinson, right baseline, tries to dribble through the double team. Nichols knocked it away. Then she has her shot blocked by Megan Fisher, and Pleasanton comes away with it. Nichols pushes it up on the right side of the key. Fires it backside, throws it through the hand of her teammate, Bella Pates, and it'll be turned over. That's the third turnover, Pleasanton. Amherst wants to run but doesn't have numbers, so Arnold will slow it up. Get it over to Palmer, inside to Hadwiger. Good bounce pass backside of the short jumper. Shockey couldn't finish. Good luck, just couldn't put it away. And Fisher now with her fourth board here for Pleasanton. Nichols will push it up the floor as his track meet continues, 8-2. to two. Skip pass, left side of the key to Pates. Over on the wing, they'll get it to Natalie Siegel. Ken is on the bench. Back over on the right side. Get it to the three-point arc, and Bell Pates puts it up too strong. Backside rebound to Abby Martinson. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament here on Classic Hits. Behind the back dribble. Going to be taken over there. Arnold on the wing. They go to Palmer. 13-footer, no good. Fisher and Shockey really battling, and Fisher doing a good job of boxing out to get her fifth board. And Natalie Siegel will bring it into the front court. We're still at 8-2, to two, three and a half to go first quarter. Try to lob it into Fisher. Good catch, and then she's fouled by Martinson. Abby Martinson with her first personal foul, the first foul of the game here on Amherst. And Megan Fisher will go to the line to shoot two. So Katie Nichols has a couple of threes. Fisher had a put back in the paint, and her free throw here is up and in. 
Now a host of substitutions in for Pleasanton. Paige Weisdorfer and Kenna Siegel back in. And in for Amherst will be Sydney Province and Natalie Kratzer. Both of those girls had missed a lot of the first half of the season with injury. Fisher's second free throw up, and it is in. She's going to check out, and and, uh, Emily Zimmer is going to check in. 3.28 to go here in the first quarter. It's Pleasanton 10, Amherst 2 in the 1-8 matchup in the Fort Kearney Conference quarters. Kratzer on the left wing. She's a good three-point shooter. That's where she'll take most of her shots. They try to set her up. She squares up, shoots the three. Got it! Natalie Kratzer, her first shot of the ball game is all net from the left wing, and Pleasanton has to be very aware of where she's at. She doesn't need much of a little gap to put that up. Trying to lob it backside. Pleasanton goes low block. Short jumper by Linder. No good. Rebound Taryn Hadwiger. And here come the Broncos again. Handling the point, Emily Arnold. Starts right, spins left. They try to double her. Pass is going to be tipped. Kratzer is able to run it down. Backside pass, Martinson. Layup is good. On the assist from Kratzer. And a nice little run there by Amherst to get back in this ballgame. 10-7 with 2.40 to go in the first quarter of play. And a reach-in foul, Abby Martinson at the top of the key. And that is her second. Amherst probably can't afford as much foul trouble as Pleasanton. And what does Coach Dietz want to do here? Martinson has both of the fouls, and there's 2.30 to go in the quarter. She's going to leave her in there in the 1-3-1. Just got to not be quite as aggressive. Ball fake right side. Pleasanton with it is Weisdorfer. Lost the handle, has to scoop it back out to Zimmer. Emily way away from the hoop. Gives it over to Kenneth Siegel. Takes the three on the right-hand corner. It is no good. Rebound Martinson, and Martinson is fouled. Everybody's slapping at the basketball. And the worm is turning here in the last minute and a half as the foul is on Pleasanton's Natalie Siegel. So she and Pierce each have two. The team has four. Three players have the six fouls called so far in the game. 10-7 in favor of Pleasanton, but Amherst with back-to-back buckets. Bring it into the front court with the left-hand dribble, Emily Arnold. Little pick and roll into Kratzer. Turnaround jumper must have been blocked in there by Paige Weisdorfer, and it's taken away. Up the floor, two on three, trying to go coast to coast. Siegel, and it's stuffed. Emily Palmer with a good block, and she comes out of there with a basketball, but has it stolen back by Natalie Siegel, who goes in for the layup and missed it. And then a rebound by Palmer, and she's arm-barred to the ground. Free for all there, like it's WWE Raw. And the foul going to be called on Kenneth Siegel. Her first, everybody just trying to get the loose ball, get the steal, get the turnover. Five fouls in the corner on Pleasanton, two on Amherst. Full court pressure, Amherst will throw over the top, and there's Emily Arnold. She'll push the ball up the floor, get across the timeline and stop. Gives it back over to Palmer. Into the left-hand corner, Kratzer starts to drive and then has it taken away. Steal is made by Paige Weisdorfer. Tries to go coast to coast, gives it off, and the layup is good by Kenneth Siegel. So another steal and bucket there for Pleasanton, 12-7. As Palmer brings it into the front court, and Pleasanton really getting handsy defensively here. they got to quit getting so handsy, and there's another foul. It's a good call. I mean, Pleasanton's making it way too obvious. Kenneth Siegel with her second foul. Six fouls here in the first quarter. Must be something in the water over here tonight. We had way too many fouls in the first game between Axtell and Wilcox. Holdreth. Both were in the double bonus in both halves. And here, Amherst will throw it out to midcourt. Emily Arnold will dribble to the left wing. 
into the ball game, trying to post things up down there. Pierce. Over there is Province. Can't get it to her, so they'll dribble it back out top. Palmer will set things up again. Over on the left wing to Katie Nichols. One minute to go, first quarter, 12-7 Pleasanton. On the block, Shockey, turnaround jumper, draws the foul. Two free throws coming up for Jaden Shockey. Foul is on Katie Linder, her first, seventh team foul, and we're in the first quarter. Shockey to go to the line for the first free throws. That's kind of the ironic thing. That is the seventh foul. These will be the first free throws. Everything else was trying to steal the ball. Free throw is up by Shockey, and it is no good. Katie Nichols back in for Pleasanton. And for Amherst, Brianna Trampy will come in. Shockey now for her second free throw. On the way, and it is too strong. Rebound, Province trying to keep it alive. Now it's on the floor, and Pleasanton will scoop it up there with Emily Zimmer, and they're off to the races. Left-hand dribble, Siegel out to Nichols. She'll try another three. That one's too strong. Rebound comes out to Siegel. Second chance opportunity. The runner from 12 is no good. Another offensive rebound back up and in, and a foul, Katie Linder. Miss, miss, and the time it goes through is when they're fouled. It's on Sydney Province, her first. And a chance at a three-point play here for Katie Linder. And we'll have more subs coming in. Here's Bella Pates checking in for Natalie Siegel. 38 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Back-to-back buckets for Pleasanton and trying to add the free throw is Linder. And she'll put the free throw up and in. So that's five in a row. The lead is now eight again, 15-7. to seven. Amherst puts it in the hands of Emily Arnold, working against the zone trap. She'll bring it across the timeline, still working, and gives it off to her teammate, Brianna Trampy to the high post province. Couple of dribbles back outside. Top of the circle with it, Kratzer. Kratzer has it knocked away, and then I think they're going to get Natalie for a reach, trying to get it back. So another Amherst turnover, and for Kratzer, that will be her first personal foul. Fourth turnover for Amherst. 19 seconds. Ball at midcourt here for Pleasanton. They'll chuck it into Weisdorfer. Picks her dribble up into the corner. She'll go to Zimmer. Zimmer, good ball fake into the paint. Gets the ball off into the hands of Linder. Cannot finish. Rebound brought down by Shockey. Eight seconds to go. Amherst will get the ball at midcourt. Here is Emily Arnold. Trying to find Kratzer. Throws it behind her. And they turn it over as time expires in the first quarter. After one, Pleasanton 15, Amherst 7. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. 
crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Pleasanton as we bring you the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Pleasanton ball to start the second quarter. Try to force it inside. Shockey's going to knock it away. And here come the Broncos. Down to Hadwiger. Wrap around pass. Martinson, five-footer, no good. Defensive board pulled down. And did they just get Martinson for her third personal foul? Casey Pierce with the board, and that is the case. 18 seconds in, and Abby Martinson just picked up her third foul for Amherst. Pleasanton will throw the basketball in, facing a 2-2-1 zone trap. Trying to throw over the top. They weren't paying attention. Picked off by Hadwiger. Brings it in for an easy layup. Easy layup there for Taryn Hadwiger. And it's 15-9 as they keep the trap on. Kenneth Siegel throws it away. Three turnovers, three possessions. Martinson over in the left-hand corner to Arnold. Back to Abby, up top to Palmer. They don't want the three. They lob it down to Hadwiger. She walked. Yeah, she tried to get position and just picked up both feet. Turnover Broncos. And now here comes Sydney Province in, and Abby Martinson out. Probably just going to have to save her for the second half, and Amherst hopes to still be in the game at that time. 15-9 Pleasanton as they inbound it to Casey Pierce. Throws it backward to Siegel. Siegel splits the defense, now has numbers. Bounce pass underneath. Nice pass, layup up and in, and a foul, Megan Fisher. What a nice pass underneath once they broke the pressure, and Fisher has a chance at a three-point play. She has six. Katie Nichols has a couple of threes. She has six. The foul on Taryn Hadwiger will be her first. And the free throw by Fisher is on the way, and it's in. Seven points for Megan, 18-9 in favor of Pleasanton with seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Dribbling between the double team is Palmer against the Pleasanton man-to-man. Here comes Arnold, drives in, runs into the defender, Fisher, and they call a foul on Fisher. Let's find out. They're going to say it's not on the shot. How can that not be on the shot? And they're going to call it a one-and-one. Megan Fisher with her first personal foul. It is a one-and-one here for Emily Arnold. And the free throw is on the way, and it's short, no good. Boxing out the shooter, trying to get the rebound. Hadwiger's going to be called for a foul. Kenneth Siegel got the board, and Taryn Hadwiger gets her second foul, and let's just keep shooting free throws. Call the Elks. The hoop shoot is on again, just like game one. And we walk to the other end. Good crowd on hand, as you would expect for Pleasanton and Amherst. Pleasanton hoping to just get through tonight and maybe avenge their only loss if Elm Creek Makes it to the finals. Overton will have something to say about that. They're playing Elwood right now on ESPN Radio. The free throw is on the way and no good by Kenneth Siegel. And the rebound will be brought down by Hadwiger. And here we go to the other end. Left-hand dribble pulling up is Emily Arnold into the paint. Shockey turnaround jumper. Fisher blocked it and took it away. Now there's a fight for the ball. We get a jump. It's starting to get a little more physical in there. It'll be Amherst basketball. So Fisher blocked it. And then we get the jump. 
And it will stay here with Amherst underneath their own hoop. Throwing it in is Emily Arnold into the corner to Hadwiger. They're trying to set up a three here for Arnold. They run her all the way over to the right wing, but sticking with her the whole way is Casey Pierce. Up top to Emily Palmer, and they'll reset it, trying to spread the floor here against this man-to-man, create a little space for Sydney Province, dump it inside to Hadwiger. Fadeaway jumper over Fisher, won't go. Rebound is going to be yanked down by Pleasanton. Kenneth Siegel. And a reach-in foul up the floor. So a one-and-one, 6-13 to go here in the second quarter of play. Foul is the third on Taryn Hadwiger. Abby Martinson and Taryn Hadwiger each have three. And back at the line is Kenneth Seagull to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. On the way, and it is off the rim once, twice, no good. Ball tipped out of bounds. Again, like in the first game, you're getting a lot more of the defenders on the free throws getting in there and getting their hands on rebounds on missed free throws. There's just so many reasons to call fouls. A lot of reaching, a lot of not technically sound basketball tonight, and now we've got a walk on Amherst. Shockey got the ball at the three-point line, was ready to take it to the hoop, and didn't dribble it in time. 18-9, Pleasanton. Six minutes to go here in quarter number two. Full court pressure, Amherst behind the back and up the floor, the freshman Casey Pierce into the right-hand corner and out of bounds, Pleasanton. Boy, let's see if Coach Bauer calls a timeout. This is not the way his team has been playing most of the season. And it is starting to turn into a game that we saw here earlier tonight where Axtell beat Wilcox held with 45-30. to 30. There just isn't much of a flow. Both teams want to press two-on-one. Backside to Kratzer. She's covered there by Fisher. Kicks it out for a three-pointer. It's too strong by Arnold. Offensive rebound by Palmer. And they'll try again. Palmer from 15. No good. Follows the shot, but it falls into Bella Pates' hands. And here comes Bell up the right side. Goes to the left. Stops in the paint. Travels with a basketball. Fifth turnover of the quarter and eighth of the game. And we've got some subs coming in, so let's set the lineup here for you. For Pleasanton, Emily Zimmer, Katie Nichols, Kenna Siegel, Natalie Siegel, and Bell Pates are on the floor defensively. Amherst has it offensively, and they're going to throw it away in the backcourt. Both teams, full-court zone pressure or man-to-man more on a Pleasanton side is just creating havoc right now. Shockey, Province, Kratzer, Palmer, and Arnold are the five on the floor now for Amherst. Five and a half to go, second quarter, 18-9 to in favor of Pleasanton, the one seed here over the eight. Bounce pass, right-hand corner. Nichols' skip pass is tipped by Shockey and turned over. That is six turnovers in the quarter for Pleasanton, and we haven't played three minutes trying to go coast-to-coast. The ball being knocked out of the hands of Emily Arnold and out of bounds. Another inbounds play here for Amherst and Sydney Province will throw it in. The winner will play at 6 o'clock Thursday at the Viero Events Center against Axtell into Kratzer, over to Palmer, to Arnold. A three-pointer no good. Shockey on the putback. Cannot get it to go. And the defensive rebound, Bell Pates. So many opportunities inside for for Amherst, and they have not been able to finish. Ball on the right wing. In traffic, jumper's going to be up and in. It was in traffic one on three. Then I lost the basketball, to be honest with you, and it fell into the hands of Natalie Siegel, who hits the jumper on the right baseline. And it's an 11-point lead for Pleasanton at 20-9. to 
And not because Amherst hasn't got shots. Shockey on the low block and a reach in. Foul called on Emily Zimmer. Her first. And we're going to get two free throws coming up for Jaden Shockey. She missed a couple early on. And let's see if Jaden can fare better than last time. On the way, and it's good. First point of the ball game for Jaden Shockey. And they're into double digits now, 20-10. to 10. Second free throw on the way, and Shockey banks it in. She's going to come out. Brianna Trampy's going to check in, but whatever it takes right now at this stage of the game for Amherst to get something going. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We will talk with Axtell Girls Basketball Coach Alyssa Willicott about their 45-30 win over Wilcox-Hildreth. First half stats of this game. Update on what's going on at Overton. Pass knocked away. Emily Arnold with the steal. Arnold to the other end. Missed the layup. Good job by Nichols to get back. Province rips down the rebound and puts it up and in. So Sydney Province stuck with it. And we're going to see a mass of substitutions here for Pleasanton at the next dead ball. But first, the ball knocked away. We're going to have a scramble. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Pleasanton, so they'll maintain possession. 3.59 to go before halftime. 20-13, to 13, Pleasanton. Coach Randy Bauer said this is going to be a different game than what they saw a couple of weeks ago when the teams played 57-37. That game over at Amherst. And so far it has been 20-13. to 13. A little physical. Teams aren't afraid of each other. Into Fisher. Good move to the right. Back to the left. Switches hands and scores. The junior Megan Fisher with a big girl move right there. That was a great move. Went to the lane. Switched hands. Went back to the baseline and scored. And now she has nine. Here's a three. Kratzer blocked out of bounds. Kratzer blocked out of bounds by Bell Pates. That's what they want, though, Amherst. If it's going to go to Kratzer, they really like her just to catch and fire those threes. And she thought she was clear of her defender, but good help there by Pates. Lob into Province on the left elbow. Puts up a 16-footer. It's short. Rebound brought down by Linder. And here comes Pleasanton looking to extend the lead back to double digits. In the paint, Fisher got the defender in the air around Province. And in. boy, Megan's red hot. Seven in the quarter, 11 of her team's 24 points, 24-13. Pleasanton, neither team has called a timeout yet in this game. 3-10 to go in the second quarter. Emily Palmer up top to Trampy. Trampy to the high post to Province. Takes it down the right side of the key on Fisher. Fadeaway jumper, and it won't go. Boy, you don't see the girls do that very often. Out of bounds to Pleasanton. That was a nice move by Province. Ball just didn't go in the hoop that time. Love that move by the freshman. Again, on the bench for Amherst, their leading rebounder, Taryn Hadwiger, and one of their top players, Abby Martinson, each have three fouls, and they've been down there since early in the second quarter. A host of players with two fouls for Pleasanton. They lob it into Fisher, blocked by Shockey, got it back and put it up and in. Just blocked it right back to her, and it's the Fisher show, 26-13. Fast break the other way, lob it underneath Kratzer, gets set, puts the shot up and in on the assist from Emily Arnold. Five points now for Natalie Kratzer. 26-15. Two and a half to go here in quarter number two. Into the left-hand corner. They'll get it to Linder. Back up top. Rotated over for a three-pointer by Weisdorfer. It's no good. Offensive rebound by Linder, and she is going to be fouled trying to make a pass underneath. 
Two shots coming up. The foul will be called on Emily Arnold. That'll be her first. And Fisher to the line where she is three of three. First one is good. Well, if you're a Pleasanton fan, you know that Megan has a different-looking free-throw shooting style, but it goes in. We've seen her a couple times this year, and she's been a very good free-throw shooter, and we jinx her right there. She missed that. And then we've got an over-the-back foul on the rebound. Katie Linder with her second. And we trot to the other end and shoot two. 27-15, Pleasanton with a dozen-point lead here over Amherst. Brianne Trampy will look for her first points of the game. Don't forget Nebraska currently playing on the breeze. 94.5 against Wisconsin as Trampy puts the free throw up and in. 27-16. Score the Husker game early on. Wisconsin 21, Nebraska 15. Ten and a half to go in the game. Second or first half, second free throw, no good. Ball deflects off Pleasanton, though. And a break here. For Amherst, they'll get the ball underneath their own hoop. And looking, looking, looking will be Arnold. Finally lobs it in up high in the air to grab it as Palmer. Palmer to the baseline, right now left. Turnaround jumper off the square, won't go. And Pleasanton gets out of there. They fought between themselves. Linder with her fourth rebound. Gives it off to Pierce. Pierce up the floor, gets it off to Pates for three. It's in and out, no good. Rebound grabbed on the backside by Natalie Kratzer. And she'll find her teammate, Emily Arnold, who pushes it up on the right side, cut off there by Pate. So she'll go to the left-hand triple and fire it over to Trampy. Into the paint, Shockey trying to get around Fisher, and they're going to call Fisher with the blocking foul. That'll be the second on Megan, and Shockey goes back to the line where she is 2 of 4 so far on the night. Shockey, a couple of dribbles, puts the free throw on the way, and it's good. Three in a row there for Shockey. 27-17. Amherst just trying to be within shouting distance at halftime. 144 remaining here in quarter number two. And the second free throw now by Shockey is on the way, and it's good. So after missing her first two, she's hit four in a row. Those are all of her points, 27-18. Halftime, Overton 26, Elwood 17. So a little close game on ESPN 14-60. Again, earlier tonight, Axtell won here, and over at Overton, Elm Creek was a winner. Here's a jumper in the left-hand corner from 18, no good. Pleasanton gets the offensive rebound on the air ball, Katie Linder, and Linder is fouled. She'll go to the line and shoot two. Going to be on Sydney Province. 124 remaining in this second quarter, and Linder now. One of one at the line is one of two, as that one is too strong. Well, we've played three halves of basketball, and both teams have been in the double bonus in each half so far tonight. Second free throw, Linder, on the way, and it is good. Four points for Linder, 28-18. Here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Pleasanton, as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Amherst Pleasanton as Arnold brings it across the timeline. Works to the left side with that dribble. Gives it to Kratzer. Well outside on Nichols. Off the screen. Natalie drives. Swings it over on the right side of the key to Trampy underneath the Shockey. Short jumper no good. Got it back. And it wouldn't fall. And then Linder gets it. It is fouled underneath. Oh, Shockey. I thought she was going to get a three-point play opportunity. And 
didn't get it to fall, no foul, and just thought maybe since we've had 100 of them, we'd have another one, but we get it here on Province, her third. She is the third Amherst player to have three fouls in the first half. And Katie Linder, two of three at the line, will put the first free throw up, and it is good. Keegan Linder is going to check in for her sister if she makes the shot. Couple of Linders, couple of Mole Rings, couple of Seagulls. Family affair here on this Pleasanton team. Second free throw. Bouncing twice. Won't go. Shockey pulls down her fifth rebound. A minute to go in the first half. 29-18 Pleasanton. Arnold up the floor. Everything seems to go to the left with her. Between the circles to Trampy. High post. They get it inside. Turnaround jumper is up. No good by Province. Had a good look. Rebound brought down by Katie Nichols. And Nichols will wait for the traffic to clear and bring it up herself. 40 seconds to go in the half. Right wing gets it to Weisdorfer. Page holds the ball. One dribble wraparound pass. Nichols for the three, and it's good. Her third three of the game. Amherst gets close. Pleasanton goes on a run. They're up by 14. 32 to 28, the first three of the second quarter. And we're down to 20 seconds to go. Amherst with it to Emily Arnold. Up top, Kratzer. She'll try to answer with a three, but it's too strong, no good. Fighting for the rebound. It is Trampy. Then she gets tied up. The arrow points the way of Amherst with 11 seconds to go in the half. And now finally, Keegan Linder, the senior, does get to check in here for Pleasanton. And as the freshman, Katie, comes out, 11 seconds for Amherst to get a bucket here to send us into halftime. To throw it in, Province. Shockey's covered, finally lobs it out here, and it's through Kratzer's hands, but she got it back. Natalie gives it over to Trampy, inside to Shockey, turnaround jumper, and another foul on Emily Zimmer. Just defensive positioning in the post all night long. This game, the previous game, just hasn't been taught properly, and that's why you're getting so many fouls in the paint. Just every time it seems like there's been a foul called, and for good reason. Shockey's at the line to shoot two. Jaden puts it up. That one is no good. Five seconds remaining here in the half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. We'll talk with Axtell head coach Alyssa Wilcott about their win. First half stats, score updates. Keep it here. Second free throw now by Shockey is on the way, and it is no good. Rebound brought down by Keegan Linder. Let's see if Katie Nichols throws it up. They get a three at the horn, but it's too strong. <laughs> Paige Weisdorfer threw it over the backboard from about 21 feet away. But uh, one thing that Pleasanton knows how to do is get the ball up the floor. Good job there by the Bulldogs. The number one Pleasanton seed, the number one seed Pleasanton Bulldogs, leads the number eight seed Amherst Broncos at the half, 32 to 18. And we will be back with the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report after this. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. And welcome back to Pleasanton, everyone. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving your Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is Pleasanton 32, Amherst 18 in our second girls game. The first girls game tonight went to Axtell 45-30 over Wilcox Hildreth. Head coach Alyssa Willicott joins us here and coach a second win over Wilcox Hildreth in 10 days. I think we saw tonight two teams that, for whatever reason, are heading different directions. Uh, Wilcox Hildreth started the year 6-0. and Now they're 2-6 and in their last eight. But this is the sixth win in a row for your girls' team. And you had to kind of work through some attrition. There was a lot of, not a lot of flow. It's kind of like this game. There were a lot of fouls, some turnovers. You forced most of them. It seemed like uh, your pressure defense was probably the one thing that stood out in this ball game to really throw Wilcox Hildreth off, and, and it kind of flustered them all game long. Yeah, that was our game plan. We worked last night, actually, we worked on our press a little bit more because the first time we played them, they got the ball to the middle and then quickly shot it to the sideline, and my girls didn't quite rotate. So yesterday we really emphasized on my top girl coming up to the middle to take that middle away and then quickly get to the reverse, and my girls executed it very well. They were very aggressive, and I just told them at the beginning, like, we have to be the aggressors in order to win this game. Every loose ball is yours. Every every rebound is yours. Anything that happens to be on the floor, they're going to die for it, and it's their ball. You got the first seven points of the game and then kind of went on an offensive lull, and so it was 7-5 to five with a minute 30 to go in the quarter, and you guys score nine points in that final minute 30, got a couple of steals. Uh, hit a couple of nice buckets in there. Talk about how important that was to kind of loosen things up because the game never got closer than that the rest of the way. Yeah, um, yeah, we were in a lull. I was actually getting ready to take a timeout, and then my girls found it within their heart to get that steal, and they did a great job of just keeping with it and really chipping away. And it's one of those things I told them that you have to have passion and you have to have heart to win the ball game, and they they showed me passion and heart tonight. How hard was it to not have the flow? You guys were in not necessarily foul trouble, but a lot of kids had two fouls at halftime, and I think uh, uh, maybe a official had three. What did you tell your team at halftime? I told my team at halftime that we just got to be smarter on defense. A lot of times we like to reach with our hands, and we get handsy, and so I told them that they have to beat them to the spot and use their body versus using their hands because the more hands they use, the more fouls we get. And so they, I think they adjusted very well to the calling, and I just told them that you just have to fight through what they're calling and adjust that way and I thought they did a great job in the second half. I talked about Wilcox Hildreth. We know what they want to do. They run a lot of that high post back cut or they try to get it down low to Roop or Guthrie but everybody kind of knows that and if something else isn't working it's a lot easier to defend that. Can you talk about how you defended their inside game? Um, Yes. uh, I worked with my post and worked on uh, three quarters fronting them because uh, our post defense hasn't always been our strong point but my girls have come out a lot stronger in the post, which is why we are 6-0, and mm-hmm. because my posts have really stepped it up. And by taking their posts away, it took away the big part of their game. And then 
getting in their heads on the outside, then they're not going to make as many outside shots. As long as we were rotating and flying around like we were supposed to, they, my girls just kind of were everywhere, and it was hard for them to get the ball in. Well, we had your game opening night, career game number one for you over at Axtell. It's a lot different when you played Pleasanton. We'll talk about Pleasanton here. They're up 14 at the half. How much different? Obviously, there's a lot of difference in, in 17 games ago, but if you play Pleasanton again on Thursday night, uh, what are you going to be looking at, and what is so much different about your team uh, as you get ready for the semifinals on Thursday? The biggest thing that we're going to be looking at is the first time we played them, we played in a zone, and um, which was my bad because we've been working on man the whole time, and I'm like, let's go zone because they got the big girl. And so I kind of put them in a position that they weren't necessarily comfortable in, but they're, they, they're starting to have freshmen play really well and things like that, and so they have more subs. So the one, the one player that hurt us was Fisher. She had 21 points against us in the first game, and everybody else was less than 10. Mm-hmm. So if we can stop the big girl on the inside, we're going to have a chance. And so we're going to really focus on that post defense and try to beat her to the spot so she can't use her left hand and go to her right shoulder. And those little things, those are like the little nitpicky things that we got to get in and hopefully. But I think my girls have actually kind of put it all together. They're starting to click. They're starting to get it on the inside they're starting to drive their shots are falling they're getting good inside out looks and everything like that so if we keep playing our game and playing the basketball that we've worked on all season i think we'll, we have a good chance all right listen two more games this week at the vero event center we'll see you guys over there congrats on the win tonight thank you that is the head coach of the axdale lady wildcats Alyssa willicott they win it tonight by a score of 45 to 30, we'll look at the halftime numbers of our boys or our girls game that Pleasanton leads 32 to 18 here over Amherst in a moment. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Now let's look at the first half stats for Amherst. Emily Palmer, two rebounds and a blocked shot. Natalie Kratzer, five points and a rebound. Taryn Hadwiger, four points, three rebounds. Sydney Province, two points and a rebound. Brianna Trampy, one point, two rebounds. Abby Martinson, two points, two rebounds. Jaden Shockey, four points, five rebounds and a block. 18 points, 16 rebounds. Five out of 11 at the free throw line. One of seven from three-point land. 
Two blocks, eight turnovers, foul situation. Hadwiger, Province, and Martinson all have three. For Pleasanton, Katie Nichols has three threes, nine points, two rebounds. Paige Weisdorfer, a block shot. Keegan Linder, a rebound. Natalie Siegel, two points and a rebound. Kenna Siegel, two points, two rebounds. Bell Pates, two rebounds and a block. Katie Linder, five points, six rebounds. Casey Pierce, a rebound. Emily Zimmer, a rebound. And Megan Fisher leading the way. 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 blocks. 32 points, 21 rebounds, 7 out of 12 at the free throw line, 3 of 9 from 3-point land, 4 blocks, and 10 turnovers. At the half, it is Pleasanton 32, Amherst 18. The second half is next. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Pleasanton will start the second half with a three-pointer. Nichols in the right corner. She's the only one to make one, but that one is no good. And Emily Arnold will grab her first rebound. Up ahead to Palmer. Stops on the right block. Bounce pass back out to Martinson. Underneath the shocky. Good ball movement. Turnaround jumper. Partially blocked in there by Megan Fisher. And out of there with a basketball will be Katie Nichols. Handed off to her by Casey Pierce. Into the front court, Fisher tries to force it backside. Hadwiger jumps in there and gets the steal. The 11th turnover for Pleasanton. Amherst had eight. And here comes front court work. Left side, Emily Arnold to Martinson. Inside to Shockey again. Back to Martinson. She's open now. Decides to drive into the pressure and kick it back out to Palmer. Palmer into the paint. Knocked away. Goes right to Hadwiger. Back out to Emily against the Pleasanton matchup here. Ball fake, Palmer comes into the paint, pulls up from nine. It's no good. Amherst is not much of a jump-shooting team between the three-point line and the block, and the rebound is going to be brought down by Kenneth Siegel. Fast break the other way, but it's too fast, and another Pleasanton turnover. And a travel on Amherst trying to hustle it up the floor. So Pleasanton will inbound it at midcourt. 6.38 to go in the third quarter, 32-8. to 18 in favor of Pleasanton. And, of course, uh, Overton leading Elwood over in the ESPN 1460 game. Elm Creek a winner tonight, 70-52 to over Loomis. Here's a three-pointer blocked by Abby Martinson. Martinson blocked it. The ball falls into the hands of Pleasanton's Casey Pierce, and she lays it up and in. Good hustle by Pleasanton. Kind of a bad break there for Amherst because they had made the nice defensive play but just got a bad break on where it ended up. Pressure on here by Pleasanton, and Hadwiger will break it across the trap to Palmer. Swing it over to Martinson. See what they can do with this starting five out there. Stay out of foul trouble. Palmer ball fake into the paint again, and there's a hand check foul going to be called on the Bulldogs. Foul will be on Kenneth Siegel. That is her third. And Hadwiger to throw it in on the baseline. 
Looking, looking, wrap around into Martinson. Doesn't like it, can't get it away. Kicks it back out top. Palmer down to Shockey right block. Fisher blocks it. Fourth one, boy, Megan Fisher does a great job. And across the timeline come the Bulldogs, lowering the head, going all the way in. Casey Pierce scoops it up and in. Back-to-back buckets by Pierce. And it's 36-18 in favor of Pleasanton. Just extending the lead as Amherst has yet to score here. But they do get it inside Shockey, and she'll put it up and in. Six points now, and it's 36-20. And we get a palm called on Pleasanton. Two minutes to go in the first half. Nebraska and Wisconsin are tied at 28 on the breeze, 94.5. 28 all, Nebraska-Wisconsin. Pleasanton trying to get a sub into the ball game, but Natalie Siegel was crouched so low at the scorer's table, they didn't see her. They get that problem fixed. (laughs) And some of the fans starting to make some noise over there on the Pleasanton side. Lawrence Nelson girls beat Franklin tonight in the Twin Valley Conference Tournament in overtime, 35-33. Here's another foul. This will be the third of the ball game on Natalie Siegel on the reach-in for Pleasanton. Tad Wigger to throw it in. Shockey got open backside, puts it up, missed it, got it back, foul. Shockey will go to the line and shoot two. The foul will be on Megan Fisher, and that is her third of the basketball game. And if she is forced to the sideline, that would change the complexion of this contest. Free throw by Shockey is up and in. 36-21. Fisher is out, and Katie Linder is in. Second free throw now. Coming up for Jaden Shockey, her fourth trip to the line. Puts this one up and in. Making her fifth trip to the line. She is 6 of 10 at the free throw line, 36-22. to 22. In favor of Pleasanton. Baseball pass down the floor, but stepping in front and knocking it away is Emily Arnold. Pleasanton, who won their first 14 games of the season, have not been quite as crisp here. They had a hard-fought win over Ansley Litchfield and then lost the next game to Elm Creek, and that snapped the winning streak. Pleasanton with the basketball up top to Nichols. High post, they go to Linder. Turns, but runs into a double team. One dribble, Shockey tries to knock it away. Rotate it over to the left-hand corner. Three-pointer by Pates is no good. And the rebound brought down by Shockey. That'll be her sixth of the basketball game. Nobody besides Nichols has made a three for Pleasanton as Amherst tries a long outlet pass, has it knocked away. Don't forget the Loper basketball teams are home this week. Washburn Thursday and then again Saturday night. Hastings College on the road Wednesday and then home against Morningside Saturday. The Husker women are back home against Illinois on Thursday and Maryland on Sunday. Husker men after tonight don't play again until next Tuesday. Try to lob it into Martinson. Good pass inside from Palmer and Martinson will lay it up and in for her second bucket. 36-24, 36-24, Pleasanton by 12 as Katie Nichols throws it over the top of the pressure. Puts it right on the numbers. Layup inside is no good. Then Shockey is going to pull down her seventh rebound. And Pleasanton just keeps reaching in and fouling. Katie Linder with her third. 
We have 4.05 to go in the third quarter. For Pleasanton, Natalie Siegel, Kenna Siegel, Katie Linder, Megan Fisher, all with three fouls. For Amherst, Abby Martinson, Sydney Province, Taryn Hadwiger, all with three fouls. And it's a 12-point game. Try to lob it down low to Martinson. The ball is tipped and taken away there by Natalie Siegel. Turnover number 10 for Amherst. Fast break the other way. And are we going to get a walk or are we going to get a touch foul on Taryn Hadwiger? She left her feet. Two shots coming up. Taryn Hadwiger with her fourth personal foul. That's the first foul of the half. And two free throws coming up for Casey Pierce, who has both buckets for Pleasanton here in quarter number three. And the free throw is up, and it is in. Tough one there on Hadwiger. Province, who's done well with her on the bench. And we've got a tight one over there at, o- at uh, Overton. Overton 36, Elwood 31 as they are at the end of the third quarter. Second free throw here is no good, and Shockey, another rebound. She's now up to eight. And here come the Amherst Broncos, trapped, stolen away by Katie Linder. She'll take it in. The lamp is good. Seven points for Katie Linder, 39-24. to 24. Amherst now down 15 after they had gotten close to 10. Province back up top. Into the hands of Palmer to Arnold. Arnold knocked down. Palmer picks it up. 3.20 to go. Palmer into the paint. Pull up from 10. Got it. First bucket of the ball game for Emily Palmer. And it's 39-26 as they try to put the trap on. But Pleasanton hustles, gets it in. Up the floor they come. Three-point land. Casey Pierce doesn't take it. Now they'll settle it down. Pierce on the right wing. They went for the steal. Didn't get it. Pierce, 10-foot jumper. No good. Rebound grabbed by Palmer. Her third. Emily up ahead to Martinson. One on two. Has to go to the trailer, which is Palmer. Top of the key, three. Hits the front of the rim. No good. Long rebound comes out to Katie Linder. Her seventh. Into the front court, the Bulldogs. Lob it over to the trailer, Pierce. Backside open. There is Pates. Missed it. Got it back. Up it in. Bell Pates. Gets the putback of her own miss. 41-26 Pleasanton. Two and a half to go third quarter. Timeout on the floor. Amherst brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. Pleasanton 41. Amherst 26. 229 remains third quarter. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available. They can smoke your orders. And they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seat dealer. You're listening to the Fort Carney Conference Tournament on KKPR-FM. Carney Amherst Pleasanton and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Wide open backside province on the lob from Martinson. She's fouled. Two free throws coming up for Sydney Province. Katie Nichols with her first personal foul. Fifth team foul called on Pleasanton. Some of these fouls are pretty easy for the officials to call. I know I've been harping on we've had way too many fouls, but 
Some of them you just got to be smarter. Free throw is up and in by Province. She'll hit it. 41-27. And the second free throw is up, and it's no good. Long rebound, though, is tipped back out to Province. It came off the hands of Martinson. Here's a three-pointer on the way. Arnold, though, that would have been a big one, but it's no good. Tipped back out to Arnold. So another opportunity here. Third try this time down the floor. Kratzer, left side of the key. Takes two dribbles back out top. They'll go to Arnold. Bounce pass. Province down to the block right side. Martinson, she gets trapped. Ball knocked away. Steal is made. Fast break the other way for Weisdorfer. Comes to the jump stop and scores. Good job there by Page to let the defender fly by. Her first bucket of the ball game. 43-27. Boy, if that three would have went for Arnold, you cut it to 11. Now it's 16. Now we get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Amherst. 1.45 to go third quarter. Amherst gets to keep the ball. Also in there now for Amherst is Kelly Mulholland for the first time. Mulholland, Martinson, Kratzer, Province. She's in there for Hadwiger, who's got four fouls, along with Emily Arnold. And Arnold will take the inbounds pass to the right wing. Kratzer open up top, but kind of a lob pass a little late getting there. Back over for a three-pointer. Here's Arnold. She'll fire it. It's no good. Kratzer goes for the rebound, but it's going to be taken away by Pates, and Pates races to the other end, puts it up, no good. Good defense underneath by Emily Arnold, and Natalie Kratzer will get the rebound. And Amherst now up the floor. They've got a four-on-three if they want to take it. Ooh, there's a foul called. See, that's what we're talking about. Pleasanton's Paige Weisdorfer saw Kelly Mulholland standing on the sideline. She just ran right through her. And that's an easy call by the official. Weisdorf for her first foul, but six fouls here in the third quarter on Pleasanton. Amherst has done a much better job. They have one. Ball tipped away on the inbound. Amherst will try it again right in front of the scores table. And first, Coach Randy Bauer wants to take a timeout, a 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 117 to go in the third quarter. Pleasanton 43, Amherst 27. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here in the Carney Tongue and Repair broadcast booth at Pleasanton. Amherst basketball, down 16. Province fakes the three, back to Kratzer, skips it over for a three-point attempt. Emily Arnold, they're due, but it won't go. 0-4 in the quarter. Rebound brought down by Katie Nichols, and Nichols hustles up the floor. Amherst reaching and reaching, just can't catch her. Over on the wing, they'll go left side, Zimmer. Back up top, Nichols. And a walk going to be called here. On Pleasanton's Paige Weisdorfer, another correct call. That's the 14th turnover for Pleasanton. On the floor now, Amherst making some changes. Shockey's back in there, along with Martinson, Kratzer, Province, and now Emily Palmer comes in to give Arnold a breather. A minute to go here in the third quarter. Trying to stay out of the trap. Palmer gets it across the timeline over to Kratzer. Spots up for the three. That's just strong right on the line, but just a touch strong and a rebound will be brought down by Nichols. Baseball pass to the other end. Reverse layup will not go for Pierce. And the board brought down by Abby Martinson of Amherst. Hands it off to Palmer, who pushes it up the floor. We're down to 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Province pulls up from 15. They're shooting it. That's good, but they're just not going in. Rebound Weisdorfer. 
And back up the floor, Pleasanton now has 20 seconds. Could they possibly hold for one? They haven't held the ball all night long. Gives it off to Pierce. Reverses it over to Nichols. 13 seconds. Nichols dribbles to the right wing. Bounce pass there to Weisdorfer. Back to Nichols with eight. A deep three by Nichols. Is all net. Her fourth three of the basketball game. Amherst will get a shot away from three-quarter court, and it is short, and we are at the end of three-quarters of play, and now Pleasanton appears to have put this one away. The Bulldogs 46, the Amherst Broncos 27 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. We go to the fourth quarter of play here on Classic Hits, and it will be Pleasanton with a basketball, leading at 46-27. to And back in the game, Megan Fisher, she was on the bench for a while with her third foul, but didn't score that quarter. She still leads the team with 14. Katie Nichols with the four threes has 12. And Nichols for another three. That time it is no good. And the backside rebound is grabbed by Taryn Hadwiger. A lot of foul trouble, and Hadwiger has four of them. Over to Arnold. Amherst is led in the ball game by Jaden Shockey with eight points. They get a two on the right block. Turn around. Jumper off the iron. No good. And Hadwiger just fouled out of the game. Not going to be able to go over the top of Megan Fisher. Fisher getting her sixth rebound. And Taryn Hadwiger fouls out of the basketball game with 7.25 remaining in the contest. Four points, four rebounds. And Amherst, after tonight, has just the one game remaining like uh, Wilcox Hildreth did, and that'll be against Elm Creek on the 9th of February back at Amherst. Pleasanton, they have just one game after the conference tournament, and that's on Friday the 9th over at Loomis. So Hadwiger is out. Province is in. And Pleasanton will bring the ball up the floor as Amherst sets at a half-court 1-3-1. Let's see how Pleasanton does about working the clock, taking good shots with this 19-point lead, advancing on to the semifinals at the Vieira Event Center Thursday at 6. Well, quick three on the way. No good by Natalie Siegel. Long rebound will be grabbed there by Katie Linder. Gives it off to Nichols. Her shot is no good. Another rebound. Nichols forces it underneath. Nice shot up and in by Fisher. She's got 16. Nichols aboard and an assist, and Fisher puts it up to make it 48-27 to with 6.50 to go in this game. Palmer, right side of the key. Brings it to the left elbow, down the left side of the key. Puts it up on the lane. No good. Shockey offensive rebound falling away. It won't go. Siegel will pull down the rebound. And here comes Pleasanton with Natalie stopping at the top of the seal over to Nichols. Wrap around into Fisher. Made a good catch on that one. Then Megan tries to dribble it in the land of everybody. 
And a foul going to be called on Amherst. Not a shooting foul, and Amherst has a few to give here. It's going to go on Jaden Shockey. That's actually her first of the game. Third team foul of the half on Amherst. Pleasanton is over the limit. Inbound Pleasanton three-pointer. Kenneth Siegel right corner. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound. Foul. Looks like Fisher got tied up in there as Emily Arnold got the rebound. And so we'll walk to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. Megan Fisher with her fourth personal foul. And Arnold, amazingly tonight, has not scored. And she's 0 of 1 at the line. Fisher's going to check out, and Zimmer's going to come in for a while. I think Coach Bauer's going to be fine that Fisher wouldn't have to play the rest of the night, but he's going to make sure, give her a little breath here. Free throw is on the way, short. Comes right down to Province, offensive board to Martinson. She drives, overshoots the rim, no good. Ball out of bounds, it'll belong to Pleasanton. And a nice save by Siegel. Siegel throwing it off the leg of Martinson to keep the possession. 6.20 6.20 remaining in the game. Pleasanton's going to advance on. They lead it 48-27 to here at home as the number one seed. They'll play the five seed, Axtell, at 6 o'clock Thursday night on ESPN 14.60. As trying to get through the press, the ball knocked away. We're going to get another jump. Amherst will get the basketball. Pleasanton's first turnover of the quarter. On the other side of the bracket, we're looking uh, to give you one more update as they approach the end of the game between Overton and Elwood. And Overton was hanging right in there. Uh, five-point game in the fourth quarter, Overton with the lead. The winner of that will play Elm Creek in the 7:45 game on Thursday night at the Vieira Event Center. Again, all those games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on ESPN 1460. Inside Shockey, turnaround jumper on the pass from Trampy, no good. Offensive putback, no good. Ten rebounds for Shockey, just not enough points to go along with it. Pierce gets the board for Pleasanton. Up the floor, a three-pointer on the way by Zimmer. Emily's shot is no good. And the rebound grabbed in the massive humanity by Emily Arnold. Waits for the traffic to clear and now pushes it across the timeline. Again, boys' quarters, all of them tomorrow as well. The Wilcox games in Wilcox will be on ESPN 1460. The games in Loomis will be here on Classic Hits 98.9. Trampy from the free throw line. The jumper no good. Deflected out to Palmer. Down to Shockey. Turnaround jumper no good. And a foul will be called here on Emily Zimmer. That'll be her third. And two free throws coming up for Jaden Shockey. She is 6 of 10 at the line in this game. Three-point shooting has been absent for quite a while now for both teams. 0 of 4 in the quarter for Pleasanton. They're 4 of 16 in the game. And Amherst is 1 of 12 in the game. Kratzer made one back in the first quarter, and that's been it. Shockey's first free throw is up and in. First point of the fourth quarter for Amherst. And the second one is good. Ten points now for Shockey. 5.21 to go in the game. It's Pleasanton 48 and Amherst 29. Amherst putting on pressure, and Pleasanton throws it right to him and driving in and missing the shot, Emily Palmer, but fouled, stopping the clock. Two more free throws coming up here for Palmer. Overton was up at last check, 38-34 over Elwood early in that fourth quarter. Here's the first free throw, bouncing around, setting on the rim, and it will not go for Palmer. Just can't get anything to fall. Again, back on the 12th, the final score at Amherst was 57-37. Pleasanton were on the pace to see that again as Palmer hits the second free throw. She now has three points, 48-30 Pleasanton, 5-14 to go. 
long as Pleasanton gets it into the front court, they should be okay against this pressure. Pierce does, throws over the top, caught there by Siegel. Now it's keep away time or shoot a quick three, and that's what they do. The three-pointer is no good. Rebound comes all the way out to the top of the circle, and Natalie Siegel has it. Another three by Nichols. It's off the mark, no good. Offensive rebound again underneath by Siegel. Kicks it out to Pates. And a foul called on Amherst away from the basketball. Abby Martinson gets her fourth. Fourth team foul. And Kratzer will check back in for Amherst. And it looks like coming out will be Palmer. 4.49 remaining. And this is actually Pleasanton's last home game of the year, so fans won't get to see them play again. Here's Nichols, right baseline. Jumper no good. Rebound grabbed by Emily Arnold. And Arnold trying to get out of there with the basketball. Down by 18. Nichols on her. Stutter dribble. Got by her. Nice job there by Palmer. Then lobs it down low. Martinson. Turn around. Jumper off the glass and in. And Martinson with her. Sixth point of the basketball game. 48-32. Pleasanton. 4-20 remaining. Let's see if Pleasanton quits shooting the threes here. They need to work some clock. Up by 16. Don't give Amherst any ammunition, especially since they're not making any of those threes. Katie Nichols is the only player that's made one. She's made four of them. She's got 12 points, but nope, here's another three. Natalie Siegel might have been partially blocked. It comes into the hands of Emily Arnold. And up the floor they come. Kratzer has it knocked away from behind. Good hustle by Bell Pates. They didn't know she was there. That's the first turnover of the quarter by Amherst. 3.45 remaining, 48.32 Pleasanton when we're done. The new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, we'll talk with Coach Bauer. And Coach Bauer wants to call a timeout and talk over strategy right here. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 3.42 to go. Pleasanton has the ball on a 48.32 lead over Amherst. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Out of the Bulldog timeout, they'll inbound it to the top of the circle to Casey Pierce get their offense going. Fisher's back in with those four fouls over to Nichols for the three. It's good. Fifth three-pointer of the ball game for Katie Nichols. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's the eighth three that they have taken in this quarter, the first one that they have made. 51 to 32 in favor of the Bulldogs. Over to Martinson. Ten footer, no good. Shockey got the rebound, and she was trapped behind the bucket. No, that's Province. Province got the rebound, but she was trapped behind the bucket and had to travel to get out of there and get a shot away. And so they ding her for the walk. Zone trap on. Pleasanton breaks it down the middle of the floor. They kick it off on the wing to Pates. Pates brings it in. Kratzer got a partial block in there, but it falls right into the hands of Fisher, and she puts it up and in. 
That's about the third time that Amherst has blocked a basketball, and it goes right underneath for a layup to a different Pleasanton player. 18 points now for Megan Fisher. Six boards, four blocks. 53-32, the lead back to 21, equaling the largest of the game. Martin set on the low block, can't get it to go, shooting it over the top of Fisher. Rebound brought down by Katie Linder. I've got her for nine boards now in the game. 2.40 remaining, and it probably won't be long till we start seeing the deeper subs on the bench here with this one no longer in doubt. Dribble right side. It'll be Pierce leaving it off in the corner for Pates. Tries the baseline, gets by the defender. Nice play, lays it up and in. Second bucket of the ball game for Bell Pates and a nice run here since that timeout by Coach Bauer. 55-32, and Amherst throws it away. It's a 7 Oh, run by Amherst, or excuse me, by Pleasanton after Amherst had cut it to 16, but now it's up to 23 with 2.10 to go in the game. Casey Pierce brings it across the timeline, hands it off to Katie Nichols. They want to run a set play here, something that maybe they haven't done in a while. And a reach-in foul called on Emily Arnold trying to get the tie-up. That'll be her second, the team's fifth, and Pleasanton will throw it in again. To do so will be Pierce. Katie Linder's out there along with Nichols, Pates, and Fisher. Pierce now takes it on the left wing. Two minutes to go. Trying to work across here on Trampy. Runs into the double team out to Nichols. Katie bounce pass. Ooh, almost stolen away by Arnold. Got a hand on it, but Pleasanton picks it up, bringing it into the paint. Pierce lays it up. Won't go. Good play both sides. Offense and defense, and Province brings down her fifth rebound. They want to run up the Palmer, coast to coast, and she'll give it to Arnold, who will lay it up and in. First bucket of the ball game for Emily Arnold, 55-34. A minute 30 remaining here in our Fort Kearney Conference girls quarterfinal. Lob it down low. Here's the lean in and the score for Katie Linder. And the subs getting ready to check in. 57-34 here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Grand Island Hastings and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And again, Pleasanton overplaying the ball at midcourt. Get it underneath the province. Try to kick it out to Kratzer, but it doesn't get there. Pate steps in front and makes the steal. One minute remaining. Nichols across the timeline. And we've got a shocker over at Overton. Elwood has upset Overton tonight, 56-52. Elwood comes back in the fourth quarter to upset Overton. Turnaround jumper down low. Shot partially blocked in there by Province. Ball still picked up by the Pleasanton Bulldogs, and that got all of the Pleasanton and Amherst fans to turn around. They will play Elm Creek, a 70-52 winner tonight over Loomis. Third foul call here on Emily Arnold. The other semifinal will be our winners here tonight, Pleasanton and Axtell. Casey Pierce to shoot two free throws, and the first one is up, and it is in. And now here come all the subs. Most of them we've seen before. For Amherst, we've got some new faces. Here comes Olivia Frederick, also checking into the ball game. Macy Stokebrand, Morgan Bolt, Trampy's back in there, as well as Kelly Mulholland. Second free throw is up, and it is in. Pierce will finish with seven points tonight, 59-34. In there for Pleasanton, Paige Weisdorfer, Keegan Linder. There's Emily Zimmer. Also, Kenneth Siegel, Natalie Siegel. So we've seen them all. Amherst now with a basketball on the right wing. Frederick, Frederick trying to get rid of it and does to Stokebrand. Back out of the right wing to Trampy. 30 seconds to go. Bounce pass into the paint. Good one. Turnaround jumper is up and it is in for Kelly Mulholland. 
So the backup score here for Amherst, 59-36, 15 seconds to go. Let's see if Pleasanton takes one more shot. They'll get it in the left-hand corner, and yes, they will. A three-pointer, Emily Zimmer is up, and it is in. And that is going to complete the scoring in today's basketball game. The final score, the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, 62, and the Amherst Lady Broncos, 36. Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this break on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel, propane, and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the prime time contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. And welcome back to Pleasanton. A big thank you to Casey Loomis and Ricky Wesson of the folks here for their hospitality. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. They are underway in the second half. Wisconsin 38, Nebraska 35, 16 minutes to go in the game. And our Fort Kearney Conference girls semifinals are set. Here tonight at Pleasanton, it was Axtell 45, Wilcox held with 30. They'll play top seed Pleasanton, a 62-36 winner in their ball game over Amherst. And over at Overton tonight, Elm Creek pulled away in the second half. They were up one at the half. They beat Loomis 70-52. They will play Elwood. Elwood coming away with the 56-52 upset tonight over Overton. So the seven seed onto the semifinals at the Viero Event Center Thursday night in Kearney. We'll give you all the numbers right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. 
the hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filler. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look now at the final numbers that we had for Amherst. They did have nine players score, but they only got the 36 points, and they were led tonight by well, they didn't have anybody in double figures. Let me correct that. Uh, let's start at the top. Emily Palmer, three points, four rebounds, and a block. Natalie Kratzer, five points, two rebounds, and a block. Emily Arnold, two points, six rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger, four points, four rebounds. Didn't play hardly at all in the second half. Well, she had a lot of foul trouble the whole game. Fouled out with 7.25 to go. Kelly Mulholland, two points. Sydney Province, three points, five rebounds, and a block. Brianna Trampy, one point, two rebounds. Abby Martinson, she ended up with eight points, three rebounds, and a block. And Jaden Shockey, all of her points tonight, as much as they tried to get it into the paint, were from the free throw line. She was 8 of 12 at the free throw line, had 8 points and 10 rebounds to lead the way. One block shot, 16 rebounds in the first half, 20 in the second half. Free throw shooting 5 of 11 in the first half and 6 of 9 in the second half. Three-point shooting tonight for Amherst, 1 of 7 in the first half and 0 of 5 in the second half. Turnovers 8 in each half. The Broncos had 18 points in each half, 36 points, 36 rebounds, 11 of 20 at the free throw line, 1 of 12 from three-point land, five blocks, 16 turnovers. Amherst now 4-3 and three in their last seven games, falls to 8-13, and 13, and they wrap up the regular season a week from Friday at home against state-rated Elm Creek. We'll look at the final numbers for Pleasanton and talk with Coach Randy Bauer right after this on the New West Postgame Show. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. 
Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time, and what brings a family together better than boating. Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel seed dealer. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Back on the New West Post Game Show, here's a look at the Pleasanton Bulldog stats. Nine players scored. Katie Nichols hit five threes for her 15 points, five rebounds. Paige Weisdorfer, two points, a rebound, and a block. Keegan Linder, a rebound. Natalie Siegel, two points, five rebounds. Kenna Siegel, two points, three rebounds. Bell Pates, four points, four rebounds. Katie Linder, a nice game, nine points, and a team-high nine rebounds. Casey Price, seven points all in the second half. She had three rebounds. Emily Zimmer had a three-point bucket and one rebound, and then a solid night for Megan Fisher. 18 game-high points, six rebounds, four blocked shots. I had Pleasanton for 32 points in the first half, 30 in the second half, 62 points, 39 rebounds, 10 out of 16 at the free throw line, 6 of 21 at the three-point line. The funny thing is they made the first two and they made the last two in between 2 of 17, but, hey, whatever works. And they had five six-block shots and 16 turnovers. Pleasanton, the number two team in Class D1, now a 17-1 record. They will play Axtell at 6 o'clock at the Viero Events Center on a Thursday night. You'll hear those semifinals on ESPN 1460. Their final game will be at Loomis next Friday. And head coach Randy Bauer joins us here. And coach, uh, it's a rivalry. It was 10 days ago or two weeks ago on the 12th, two weeks ago. And uh, the teams kind of look different. I know that uh, Amherst had some different kids coming back from, from health issues. But you just went out and you do what a favorite team's supposed to do. If it's pretty, if you're shooting 60%, or if you have to work hard, you just methodically pulled away in this basketball game. Now we talked about controlling two things, our defense and the rebounds. That's all we really can control. We can't control if the ball goes in holes. So we really come out, and we talked a lot about these, this Amherst team has got much better. They're shooting the ball well. They've got a lot of depth, too. And uh, you're, you're, it's one of those FKC rival games. You never know what's going to happen in this situation. So we really talked about, you know, if we don't win tonight, we aren't moving on. So I said, you better give me all your effort tonight because there might not be another, another game. And, and uh, they really come out and played hard. They played team effort, uh, played a lot of girls, and uh, 
Uh, it was good for Carrie. She didn't get a play. She was nervous as all out there on the sideline. But uh, it was nice that, you know, she can get healed back up maybe by the time we get to Thursday's game. Are you expecting, Carrie, that she'll be able to go Thursday? Uh, we're going to see, I guess. We'll, we'll see. We'll taper up, and I'll put a cast on it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Carrie Bauer, uh, one of the two seniors on this entire team, uh, out tonight because of that ankle injury. I don't know what the percentage was, but of your possessions tonight that you actually set up a half-court offense couldn't have been 30% of the time. You were able to run transition. Amherst went ahead and put some pressure and some zone trap and allowed you to get up and down the floor tonight. Yep, yep. They did a good job on their traps, that 1-3-1, one, one, and then they moved it to three-quarter court. And, and it bothered us a few plays in there, and I think about five times we had some stupid turnovers. But then they kind of relaxed, and I said, people are going to press us until you get get through that. And, and they did, and then we got the turn of the ball, or get it going down the floor for some transition points and some easy buckets. And, and I was very proud of the, our inside game, too. You know, Katie stepped up here, and then Megan had an awesome game. Yeah, and speaking of Megan, we were talking while the break was going on there, kind of a different game post-plays-wise. Uh, it was different two weeks ago between Shockey and Fisher. Yep, I think Shockey pretty much owned Megan last time, and now it's just kind of turned around a little bit. So you just have those games, and that's kind of what you want for. You want the best out of them, you know, and the girls to play hard. And, and uh, they gave me their best effort tonight, you know. Not all of them played like they're capable of, but they all gave me their best effort, and I said on any given night, I'll take that. Randy, I'll ask you, and this is kind of not just tonight, but something I've noticed a lot lately, and maybe because the way it gets preached at the college level of protecting a lead and, and, and taking care of the basketball. So like four minutes left, you guys are up 20 with some real quick threes. And then you called that timeout, and it seemed to settle things down. You went on that 7-0 run and really put the ball game away. You play enough kids that you want to run your offense, how do you handle that? I mean, you've got a successful team that's been in that situation a lot this year, and I know it's not just your team, it's a lot of teams, but how do you handle that, or do you even bring that up? You just see, keep playing. Uh, we work about it. We work on half court, two minutes left in the game, how we're going to play it. But uh, a couple of games we played not to lose instead of play the win, and I said we need to keep attacking the basketball because, you know, in a conference, if you let up and think, oh, we got a 10 points easy or even 20 points with these girls with the three points, you know, that uh, – uh, Amherst the other night had five threes, you know, in there, maybe more than that against uh, Sumner. And, uh, you know, they could shoot the ball well, so we got to play good defense. we got to quit fouling, though, so that was what we kind of talked about. We can't foul. You know, play good D, don't foul, hit the boards, and then take off. So that's kind of what they did. How do you think the girls have played since uh, Elm Creek stopped the winning streak? I think good. I think that was good for us. I mean, there was a lot of pressure there that, you know, these girls don't didn't even deserve that. I mean, you got North Central, that's a very good ball team. Played Ord real close. They should be way up there, and BDS is good. And, I mean, we've done, played well, and had some close games with some really good ball teams. But, but you know, it's, you know, Elm Creek's been the conference champ the last two years. Axdale's been the two years before that. They, they've they owned the conference. It's not like we've been around, you know, on the <laughs> girls' side. So we just got to keep plugging away and do what we can and, and uh, just take care of what we can do. Well, it would appear, with all due respect to Elwood, who's playing very well and pulled the upset tonight, but it would appear that you will have to go through Axtell and you will get that rematch with Elm Creek at the Vero Event Center. So, well, we got to go through Axtell first. And they're playing really good. They looked very good tonight. And, uh, you know, they're, they've got a quality team. They've got that tradition, too, going on there. So they're gonna have, they'll be playing hard, and it ought to, be, ought to be a good matchup. Where do you see the difference? I was kidding with Alyssa that it was her first game on that opening night. So I'm sure nerves and scouting, and she talked about maybe the defense that they played. How, how different do you think this Axtell team is than the one you played on opening night? Oh, they've improved a long ways by far. I mean, it was a, we were down, I think, 12-1 to 1 or whatever, and then we come back, and then we just kind of barely beat them. But that was in their core, too, and that's a hard place to play. So they've improved. We've improved. So it should be a good ball game. We just got to do the little things, you know, and hopefully we get Megan to take the ball inside and, 
and uh, make that happen. And we got to have some shots outside too. I keep saying this is a young, young ball club, and now they're seventeen and one, and get to play two more times this week. So, Randy, congratulations. We'll see you at the event center. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for Coach. covering us. You bet. We'll take a final break. Be back to wrap things up from Pleasanton right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors for allowing us to be here tonight, and your semifinals are now set for the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament, and you'll hear them Thursday night on ESPN 1460 at the Viero Events Center. The 6 o'clock game will have Pleasanton taking on Axtell. The 745 game will have Elm Creek taking on Elwood. Elwood upsetting over to tonight, 56-52. Elm Creek pulling away in the second half to beat Loomis, 70-52. And then again here tonight, game one, 45-30. Axtell over Wilcox-Hildreth. And Pleasanton takes the night, cap 62-36. We will have the boys' quarterfinal action for you tomorrow. The games in Loomis, which include Pleasanton and Axtell, will be heard here on Classic Hits 98-9. The games at Wilcox, which includes Amherst and Elm Creek. And Wilcox and Elwood will be heard on ESPN 1460. For our producer, engineer Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for joining us and good night from Pleasanton. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, 
When you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Gramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.